Welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up, y'all, my peoples? What's up, man? I miss y'all. I know we talk every week, but I kind of miss y'all. Listen, if I'm not talking to y'all, because I know I talk to y'all during the week, but listen, I miss you guys. I know a lot is going on in the world. And listen, y'all came with to talk to me on This is the Day with Pastor Way, And let me just tell you, man, I don't take that for granted. It's an honor and privilege that you have taken your time out of your life to walk with me on this journey that we call life, y'all. Come on now. And for those that are joining us for the very first time, let me just say welcome. You can be doing anything. Trust me, I know, because I can be doing anything too, but I want to talk to you guys. You can be doing anything right now. There's a whole bunch of conversations going on, a whole bunch of shows going on. There's TV. I know you, everybody Netflix, Hulu'd out. Uh, listen, I'm on the reruns of DVDs already. Man, I don't know if I can have another streaming service in my house. Listen, I know y'all could be doing a whole bunch of other stuff. Some of you back to work, which is a good thing. Some of you, for those, my heart goes out to you. Anybody that's out of work during this time, my heart definitely goes out to you. I know our government... <laughs> Uh, don't get me started with them bunk stimulus checks that with not 1.9 trillion that they just got approved for again, including the other 900 billion. And so you're giving people 600 piece, 1200, and then now 1400 piece, and that is nothing. It's 330 million Americans in the United States of America, and you could really give everybody one billion dollars a piece and still have change. But I'm going to leave that alone it's highway robbery but and then we're going to have to end up paying for it in taxes later on so it's a big mess a big big fiasco and then we're going through the pandemic and the scamdemic right now for all of those that definitely have been affected by the pandemic you know if somebody actually really got sick not that you tested positive that doesn't mean anything that happened if just because you test positive don't mean anything's wrong if for those that really actually had symptoms and where there was something was wrong or if you actually lost a family member, you know, because of the high grade flu uh, pneumonia, uh, which is what COVID is, then uh, my, de my heart definitely goes out to you as well. Let's just start feeding our immune systems and eating right. So we have a strong immune system. So no matter whatever is in the atmosphere that we our bodies, basically the way God had intended it to do, can heal itself and can fight off any uh flu any pneumonia uh out there so let's take let's take care of our temples and help each other you know make sure you have vitamin c in the morning you know cut, uh, cut out as much processed sugars as possible and you know the bread i know bread the world was all around bread and cheese but listen let's cut some of that stuff out let's eat more greens and have more vitamin c hey black seed oil 
Hey, y'all, I got a friend of mine put me on that black seed oil. And then, listen, there's a lot of herbalists with roots and stuff like that that are way better than any vaccine. And if you get one in a vaccine, that's fine. That's your that's your business. But there is a natural, healthy way to do it. See, y'all got me already talking, trying to help you. This is what happens on This Is A Day. Look, we're supposed to be getting in some other material and talk about another thing. And I'm 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 caring about your health <laughs> because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to carry each other's burdens. If you're joining this show for the very first time, let me just tell you what this is the day is all about. We like discussing various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about it altogether because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us. Can everybody say all of us? I don't care if it's in the Hebrew, the Greek, the Latin. It, it doesn't matter. All of us mean all of us. No matter what you think, feel or believe, without judgment, will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid, and we can have a conversation freely and honestly here on This Is The Day with Pastor Way. Come on, y'all. You know, we're talking about the disciplines of faith. We already talked about how to apply faith, and now we're in the disciplines of faith. And before we talked about how to apply faith, we talked about how to treat one another, which is major right now. I mean, how to treat one another is pivotal right now. I mean, you got the interesting part about how we treat one another is, is this has been my biggest beef the whole time during the whole thing. You know, whether you wear a mask or don't want to wear a mask, that's fine. But it seems that the, because the real virus is hatred and division, the people that, that want to wear a mask, which is fine, seem to be condemning and judging the people that don't want to wear masks. Because I even just had a friend talking about, we're, we're all talking about get, having a get together, you know, at a park and all that kind of stuff. And basically he said, he, he didn't even know that it was offensive what he said. And I don't blame him. Uh, for saying it, but he's like, we need to be respectful for those that want to wear masks and stuff like that. And and just the when he said it, I'm just like, so the people that don't want to wear a mask, it's okay for you to disrespect them versus finding a way to let's come let us reason together. And if we're going to have a get together, especially at a park together, anybody that's going to come is already down to what's what, whatever's in the atmosphere. And then if they want to wear a mask, that's fine. I've never seen anybody that doesn't want to wear a mask that sees somebody wearing a mask and go, I can't believe you're wearing a mask. Only the people that wear a mask that when they see somebody that don't say, how can you do that? Because that's what the news, that's what the media perpetuates. If you don't, they don't wear a mask, they don't love you. And this is just sheer foolishness. And this is what's going on and how we're treating one another, especially in the church. Listen, I know people personally that had COVID. I mean, real symptoms, not, oh, I test positive and oh, the sky is falling. Stop with that. I'm talking about that actually really had real symptoms that turned into severe pneumonia, all of that kind of stuff. I Listen, I've had people that know that. And, you know, now they're outlook on it has changed my thing is it still doesn't change that it was still a pandemic it still doesn't change that listen we've all gotten sick once a uh, time or another throughout our lives so not to demean what's going on but listen let's come reason together let's look at the full picture of everything that's why how to treat one another we're going to get back into that and have another conversation about that because that is major then before we talked about how to treat one another we also talked about the 10 principles for a successful relationship that is major because there are so many fractured relationships right now because of the pandemic, scandemic right now that, you know, because everybody has an opinion, everybody is taking sides, all that kind of stuff. Listen, there, we, we, we definitely got to know how to treat one another. So 
If you want to listen to those conversations, go to any podcast platform that you listen to, and then you can always catch up and join those conversations. And listen, if you just joined us for the discipline of faith, because today we're going to talk about a new discipline, which is meditation. <laughs> Last, we just got off confession. So now we're about to talk about meditation. Go and revisit all of those other conversations. Because when you talk about the other disciplines, when it comes to faith, we already talked about prayer. We already talked about repentance. We already talked about confession. And now we're going to talk about meditation. But before we get started and get into the material, y'all, hey, just like we do uh, uh, on the airlines, listen, we like to take off in this plane together. And listen, just make sure your seat and tray tables are in the upright and locked position in any, any, any turbulence you feel on this plane is God shaking at the very root of everything that does not need to belong on this plane. And if you're sitting there listening to somebody, especially from the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, or if you're in your car right now, look at them and say, you ready? Look back and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. Discipline. Discipline. What do we say discipline is? Discipline is an activity, exercise, or regimen that develops or improves a skill or training. It's an activity. Come on, man. Discipline is an activity, so it's something that you need to do daily. Uh, you, you know, I always uh, in any conversation with uh, for anything to become a habit it takes uh, 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact, not 21. Some people talk about 21. Stop it. Listen, I, I am a psych major. I know I have studied this stuff. It takes 66 to be exact. Actually, some say even more than 90 because you have to do it habitually. 21 days is not enough. So you got to have an activity or exercise or regimen that develops or improves a skill or training. So these are things that you need to do all the time when you talk about how to apply your faith and then the discipline of faith. Listen, of prayer. Remember, we talked about acts, A-C-T-S, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. Then repentance. Listen, change of directions. Listen, that's a heart thing. And then confession. Listen, sometimes you got to talk about where you are uh, to, in order for you to move forward. And sometimes you got to be able to confide in somebody so you can be held accountable. And now we're going to talk about meditation. Is the discipline of meditation working for you if you've never done it? You know, even the Bible says meditate on these things day and night. So that meditation is not something that you do one time. Meditation is a constant thing. Some scriptures for meditation, just for those that want to look them up and study different scriptures, we have Joshua 1 and 6, Psalms 1 and 2, uh, Psalms 19 and 14, Psalms 63 and 6, Psalms 77 and 10 through 12, Psalms 119 and 11, 17 through 18, 97 through 102 and 148, Romans 12 and 1 through 2, Philippians 4 and 8, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17, and Hebrews 2 and 1. Let's take a careful look about when you talk about meditation. Uh, meditation uh, is God's most pressured word by examining your life. And here's some of the passages and here's some questions that you should be asking yourself. One, how do I exhibit a life of meditation in daily life now? That's how we're going to discuss that. And how do I uh, develop the willingness to be more disciplined person who will meditate on God. Listen, we, we have to meditate on God. It's meditating on God centers us. It calms us down. You know, look at all the different challenges you may be going through your life in the middle of a pandemic. There's a whole bunch of stuff. You got the government doing all kind of crazy stuff. You got this lives matter. That don't even get me to start about the BLM, the Black Lives Magic movement. Don't get me don't don't get me started on on that foolishness uh right there. Even though black a black life does matter, but black lives matter as an organization terrible 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 also 
What blocks meditation from working and being exhibited in me? Also, how can I initiate meditation and discipline myself to carry it out? And also another question you should ask yourself is what can I do to make meditation function better, stronger, and faster? Even in times of uncertainty and stress. Woo! That's a major question right there. Listen, we got some positive examples in scriptures. Genesis 24 through 63. 24 and 63, I'm sorry. Uh, Psalms 19 and 14. And all those other Psalms that we read before. Also, here's some negative ones. When you talk about when you don't do meditation, what it can cause. Isaiah 59 and 14. Hosea 4.1. John 8.44. Romans 1. 21 through 22. And 2 Peter 2 and 10. And Revelation. 3 and 20. The discipline of meditation, watch this y'all, basically means we are to focus, ponder, and reflect upon Jesus. The discipline aspect, which is quote-unquote biblical, Christian meditation means we commit to paying attention to him, giving him our total concentration as Lord over us. We are to contemplate and deliberate which is to put Christ at the center of our attention and will by deliberating on his instructions and comparing them to what comes across our past in life. This, watch this, way. We can conform our mindset to replicate his way, his precepts and call. This will enable us to rehearse. Hey, listen, that there's that activity. Remember we said discipline, a regiment. Uh, rehearse is another good word as well, to rehearse and make his ways our rehearse and reason. Uh, engaging in spiritual growth so he can communicate with us in order to shape and form us. Meditation, watch this, helps us in our quest to grow in him. Thus, we can weigh and study what God requires of us. Then, by our attentiveness and determination, implement the application of what Jesus has for us. Meditation, oh, here it come, y'all, subsequently allows us to become more humble-minded, relational, and active in God so we can better able to lift our heart with will, thinking, and reasoning over to him, and then be better at reflecting and focusing on him. Oh, come on, that was good, y'all. Come on, y'all. Listen, I even had to take a look at that. Like, oh my God, what? Thank you, God, for that. Did, let me say that again for somebody. Meditation subsequently allows us to become more humble minded, relational, and active in God so we can be better able to lift our heart, will, thinking, and reasoning over to Him and then be better at reflecting and focusing on Him. My God, what meditation is not is focusing on our feelings. Intuition, exercise, detachment, manipulation. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say the wrong thing on that? Or some breathing techniques to get what we can from God or a deeper sense of ourselves. See, see, somebody don't like me right now. They like the, they like the, they like the, the fluffy stuff. But I just told you what meditation is not, y'all. Come on, y'all. You know, some people have a misconception of what meditation actually is. Meditation is not focusing on our feelings. Intuition, exercise, detachment, manipulation, or some breathing techniques to get what we want from God or a deeper sense of ourselves. Nor is it emptying ourselves, seeking some kind of mantra. Oh boy, oh, all my people out there that's going to call on the ancestors and don't know what ancestors we call and don't get me started. Or a path to attain enlightenment. Woo! Because we want to fill ourselves with the spirit and his precepts rather than empty ourselves. 
nor is meditation some esoteric nirvana oh boy to get a hidden meaning or to go deeper to a deeper level god calls us to a deeper level as we seek him placing him first by what he has revealed and seeking something he has not revealed you know you know we we got the stay woke movement and you know the people always seeking an enlightenment and all this kind of stuff and we got witches and voodooists and warlocks all over everywhere and oh god i'm in trouble already i can sense i'm in so much trouble that's why the black lives magic uh movement right now is don't get me started i'm gonna leave that alone emptying ourselves leaves room for the devil's ways and our will to take over Rather, biblical meditation fills our mind and attaches us to Christ as in aligning us, focusing us upon our Lord as Lord over all we are and desire to be. Meditation is not difficult, nor is it complicated, nor is it just for pious monasticism. <laughs> Rather, it is for any Christian desiring uh, more of him and less of self. You can find that in John 3 and 5. What happens when we do not practice this discipline? You know what? I'm glad you asked. We're going to answer that question. Watch this. We are choosing not to grow closer to our Lord, or perhaps we are using an excuse that because others have misused this practice and turned it into what it is not, we are to totally abandon it. In biblical meditation, come on, y'all, y'all better listen to this. The foundation is the Lord who equips us to meet the emotional, physical, and spiritual needs of one another. This discipline is not emptying our mind or invoking some Eastern religious or cultist view. Oh boy. Rather, it is drawing our attention to Jesus, to whom he is and what he has done for us. Listen to all my, you know, my Buddhists that want to do their thing with the chakras and all that. And listen, it's the ones that want to do the crystals and all that kind of stuff. Talking about this part of meditation. I get it. Listen, I know somebody that she sets up an altar and uh, does does this ritualistic thing. And, and that that's her thing. But it it's not none of that. It, it really isn't. But if that's what she wants to do, then, hey, I can't even be judging her. I'm just letting you know that, hey, that's not how we do it. <laughs> oh, boy, I'm in trouble. There's many questions you can ask yourself. But here's an important question that and I have about 12 uh, diff other different questions that you need to further think about. And I will post those on my Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. So if you want to you want to have them and see them, you'll have them as well. You can always find me at Real Pastor Wade. Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. Uh, that's on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Also, show me some love. You know, I know sometimes we we talk about a little some harsh things and some tough things. You know, and some of these things go contrary to what you've either been taught culturally or in church. You know, your your bishop of the bishop, bishop of tutu, may be telling you something else, and I'm just like, ah, I don't know, if bishop was right on that one, but I'm not here to tell you who's right or wrong. All I'm telling you is giving you another perspective, and then you go research it. You go search it out. Remember, Pastor Wade is not the end-all, be-all. Listen, I don't claim to know everything. Uh, listen, I'm striving perfection just like you are. And I have to do my study and research and listen to the Lord in my meditation <laughs> and see what he's saying. One thing that I am seeing throughout the church is a lot of 
pastors and bishops and stuff like that are not listening to the Lord. They're listening to their feelings. They're listening to their uh, mortality. That's why, you know, a lot of bishops are, are uh, having their people get vaccines and, and telling them to do that. And that's not your job to tell them to do that. <laughs> your job is to help them transform. You, you are supposed to help me spiritually to connect to God or, or be that bridge to God. I don't take any medical advice from you whatsoever. You can tell me how to take care of my temple as far as what to put in it spiritually. And also, uh, there are some food things that you can tell me to put in there to help uh, my physical body so my spiritual man or woman uh, can also be stronger as well. You can do that. But as far as medical advice and uh, telling people and setting up tents in, in the church for uh, to get vaccines, stop it. That is not our job whatsoever. Politics is not our job whatsoever. Telling people how to vote, what to vote, tell them, talk about Democrats, Republicans, that's not our job. <laughs> We're supposed to help people meditate on the Lord day and night, not a poli... Oh, God. Not a politician. You see how we kind of off-message? The whole body of Christ is kind of off-message. And a shout-out to every bishop and pastor that remained open during this pandemic, scamdemic, uh, right now, uh, listen, that just forged ahead uh, in light of people talking about you, saying you're crazy, you shouldn't be doing it, all that. Listen, and you kept doing God's word, God going to give you double. I'm just saying he is. And he's going to honor them. Not saying that those that didn't open, stay open, he's not going to honor you. But he will honor those uh, double uh, that actually did that and kept forging on. But here's a question. And also, it you know, mixed with a statement that you should really ponder and think about. It says, think through the steps what you need to take to put meditation into action in a specific instance. For example, how can you use this discipline of meditation to improve your spiritual life and relationship with Jesus and others? What would your life look like if you were more contemplative with your faith? That is, more prayerful and thoughtful with the reason, trust, action and understanding that faith requires hmm interesting or try to pray through the scriptures consider a passage from those recommended below we're going to give you some scriptures and then think it through on a deeper level so you have a real existential which is deep rooted uh, understanding uh, that will help produce a deeper change in your life this means who you are per in your personality and how you change when you react to others in situations what would that mean? What would it look like? I'm glad you asked. Understand this. Watch this. Biblical Christian meditation is a call to be both discursive, which means active, as in applying our faith, and, and non-discursive, which means passive, as in to learn and be reflective and open to the spirit, not just any spirit, the Holy Spirit. We got so many spirits out there especially demonic spirits out there. That's why my sheep must know me by the sound of my voice. That's what Jesus said. That's what God means. That's why uh, when he talks, that's why peace be still. You got to know what voice you listen to. We got a lot of people right now tapping it into the spiritual realm. And what happens is the spiritual realm is not good or evil. The spiritual realm is the spiritual realm. And what happens is the spiritual realm turns good or evil versus who voice you're listening to. So once you, uh, especially in meditation, we've got a lot of people that astro project and things like that, that uh, meditate, that trying to find their chakra and their centers and all that kind of stuff, uh, working with crystals and, and incense and all that kind of stuff and, and they're tapping in the spiritual realm and don't understand what 
they are doing. And then they think they're listening to a voice of God or a higher being that does not have their best interest. Oh boy. See, when you meditate on the word day and night, that means you're developing also a relationship and a ear for God. So those that have an ear, let them hear, which means continuous infinitum over and over. And that's why you got to know God's voice. Oh my God. Am I in trouble? Am I in trouble? I hope I'm not in trouble. You know, not, I really do hope I'm in trouble because listen, uh, as one of my buddies uh, say, who's a producer in Hollywood, he says, uh, disrupt the consciousness. And, and listen, I said, I love it because that's what I want to do is disrupt the consciousness, Dis disrupt this way of thinking, this old ritualistic way of thinking, this old way of thinking, this bad teaching way of thinking, this generational bad teaching way of thinking. Oh, boy. Understand biblical meditation points us to a deepening, reflective love of his power, wisdom, beauty, joy, light, peace, freedom, and holiness. This positions us in our faith to go deeper in our relationship with him with a sense of wonder for the purpose of gaining deeper biblical and spiritual insights that never contradict his word. Understand this. Watch this, y'all. Meditation is crucial. It's crucial, y'all. Man, it is so crucial. It is a crucial exercise and dynamically turns our minds uh, around and over to God's uh, word and call. It is about our focus as we ponder and reflect on Jesus so we are better able to apply his precepts in a deeper, more inward way. In doing so, we offer to our Lord our hearts as we listen and reflect on his word. Yet many reactionary Christians may think that meditation is wrong and associate it with some physiological or emotional trick. See, emotional trick. That's one of the things that we have to stop doing in church right now. Or uh, as far as even in our individual relationship with God in meditation, we're looking for some kind of emotional trigger, emotional response. And we can't be doing it. Uh, meditation is really none of that. Meditation is wrong and associate it with more with some physiological or emotional trick and thus think it is bad for us. However, this describes the non-biblical and non-Christian meditation. While other Christians, oh boy, who are seeking to grow deeper, put their focus on the teachings of mono, mononistic ideas that can be very helpful and insightful if compared with the Bible and thus focus on what is most important or what is error. There are legitimate reasons to be suspicious of meditation. What we must be aware of are the Eastern forms, and I'm holding up my little bunny air quote, Eastern forms of meditation that seek our quote unquote true self or a cosmic consciousness. People can't even stand their physical and they want to go cosmic. Please, <laughs> you're not ready for the cosmic yet. I don't care what you, I told you, there's one, oh boy, there's one girl that used to be in church with us. I can't say her name because I don't want to give her any power, but I know her as one name, but then all of a sudden now she's some voodoo goddess. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. No, you, that girl over here, I don't care what you've been studying, all that kind of stuff. Matter of fact, you haven't been studying it for that long uh, either. 
but we want to go into this cosmic uh, consciousness and we can't even handle what we have right here in front of us, just listening to the Lord, knowing his voice. We want to go and uh, listen, if you do this, this is your business, you know, burn sage and talk to the ancestors. You know which ancestors you're talking to, because uh, I like when people say, oh, my ancestors are, you know, going through all this black issues we have right now. Oh, you know, the. Uh, uh, I'm doing this for my ancestors. My ancestors didn't die, uh, die for, for this, or they died for this, for me to vote or whatever. Stop it. Your ancestors did not die for you. Though. Because which ancestors are you talking about? If you're talking about their ancestors, the real ancestors that were first brought over here to help build this country, which was in the late 1400s, early 1500s, they did not die for you to have the American dream. They wanted to go back home. So if you're talking about those ancestors, stop it. Then you have the ancestors that were already that indoctrinated into this into this country and then therefore now have adopted the American mentality. And now uh, you're talking about those ancestors. Then most people can't even think back farther than the 1960s when you talk about civil rights. So then a lot of people are talking about those ancestors. Stop it. The original ancestors, the one that were taken from their countries and brought heat that basically they were trying to figure out how to get back home. Those would be the ancestors you're talking about. And even then, why would you try to commune with them? You need to commune with God. But how can you commune with God? With meditation, not seances, uh-oh. Not chanting, uh-oh. No, you need to communicate with God individually. You don't need any extras to communicate with God. Just talk, just peace be still. You don't need all this extra stuff, burning incense and all that kind of stuff for meditation. You get all uh, spooky. You don't need to do all that. Oh, boy. I'm a, Man, somebody upset with me, but I really don't care. I just care about your growth. I just care about your health and wealth spiritually. Oh, boy. Eastern forms of meditation that seek our true self or our, quote, unquote, cosmic consciousness, uh, where we are taught to, quote, unquote, empty ourselves or seeking something outside of God's way and plan. Many, quote, unquote, emerging church. Oh, boy. Christians are confusing Eastern with biblical meditation and giving people a confused and even unbiblical education on this. Nevertheless, we need to be discerning of what is error on this subject of meditation and place our focus on the Bible's teaching about contemplation and not, quote unquote, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Missing this insightful way to grow in our faith. The Bible clearly tells us over 50 times to meditate, thus indicating that it is important. However, this is not transcendental meditation or the practice of the quote-unquote new age movement, nor is it sitting in a yoga position, oh boy, and saying, oh, ah, don't get me started. Rather, biblical meditation is called for so we can redirect ourselves to Jesus. It is clear-minded, attentive reaction to his instructions, such as encountering him by anchoring ourselves to his word, pursuing and obeying his principles and applying them to ourselves so they are not just academic ideas, but a lifestyle and we endeavor and a delight to fulfill. Our goal, watch this, is to become more mature in our faith. The biblical theological makeup of meditation helps us seek him first so we can enter his living presence to commune with him. Oh, boy, you can find that in Matthew 6, 33, Romans 12, 1 through 2, and 14 and 17. You know what that, listen, we're going to stop right there, y'all. <laughs> I know that's a lot. 
Some of y'all upset with me right now, but listen, we're going to go deeper into meditation and we will do part two next time. I thank you for joining me on the discipline of, of faith and which is meditation. Thank you for tuning in to episode nine. And thank you for all your support. New episodes will release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, you can't exercise faith without discipline. Also, for anything to become a habit, remember I said it early, it psychologically takes 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. And remember, in all thy getting, get understanding and then practice implementing what you have learned. Remember, the discipline is the key to discipleship. A special thanks, you know it, to my man KC, Kevin Clayton. What's up with you? Holla at your boy for producing this show. Erica Duff for the artwork. She does an amazing job. The Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncompetent Gospel Radio Network. Alex Teamer, a.k.a. A-Team for the baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell, that is my pastor. I love that guy. And Lena Bird-Miles, who has a new album, who also did uh, my This and This Day intro. I appreciate that. A shout-out to Shannon Jackson, Shay J Entertainment, and the Holy Ghostbusters Mobile Ministry. And a shout-out to my man Julian Payne, the House of No Hope podcast with Julian Payne, who's also a barber, uh, to the celebrity to the stars as they're doing their barber. Listen, he does an amazing job. He keeps your boy clean if you are in the greater Los Angeles area. I'm telling you, you need to go see him. Look him up. No Hope, N-O-H-O, House of No Hope. Look him up. Also, remember to subscribe to This Is Day on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade and Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. And remember to post any subject titles you would like, discuss on This Is Day Facebook page or feedback on my Instagram or Facebook stories on what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, Redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.